Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This episode of the Fantasy Fantasia podcast is brought to you and sponsored by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund in Windsor, Ontario, so big thanks to them. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's episode of Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. in Legend of the Silver Flame, the Fighter Things Club goes on an incredibly awkward date. Darian professes to Lena that he loves her, everyone except Bree gets very intoxicated, and it ends with Lena storming out of the restaurant, confessing that she has a kyber shard and has been keeping it secret from them since Ildichester. Bree returns to her bedroom that night to find the horrific sight of Pepper, Verna's blue bird, beheaded on her windowsill. That night, Sai has a terrible nightmare where he sees Verna possessed by Sol Kitesh in his dreams. She steals all the kyber shards out of Sai's chest in the ethereal plane, now having possession of them all. In a vision, Lena is brought to the Silver Flame, where she sees Raktokesh being captured and tortured by Sol Kitesh. He tells Lena that they must head west toward the academy to find a man named Tenebris who will help them in their journey. When she wakes, Lena discovers that Rack is gone from inside of her, and that she has lost her barbarian powers that he granted her. And on that note, let's jump into tonight's session. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's session, or this morning session, or this afternoon session, whenever you are listening at home, <laughs> of Legend of the Silver Flame. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight as we record? Oh, so really excited. Fantastic. Jazzy-tastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we just came off our one-month trek of recording Monster Hearts, now we're back to mm-hmm. D&D. It feels good. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Um, last we left off was a pretty interesting situation for Lena. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rack, Rack is gone, man. He's Ugh. nowhere to be found, and Lena's kind of reverted back to a more mortal form. Her worst fears have come true. We have no period <laughs> and no demonically charged Lena. It's up to you guys. It's up to the spellcasters. She can't even hold her great axe right now. Oh, yeah. I love it. Over the last month, uh, me and Carla kind of talked about what was going to happen because of it. So, Carla, what did we land on? What did I tell you happens to your character now? Yeah, so I had to uh, rejig my character sheet a bit because without Rack, um, Lena's normal. She doesn't have her odd, um, abnormal strength. So Avery had me um, drop my strength by four 
Um, and I could, Ooh. but he was he was nice, and he said I could add it to other stats instead. So now Lena's strength is a fourteen, but my constitution is twenty, and my dexterity is eighteen. So that's exciting. Okay. And uh, in addition to that, I can't obviously use any of my barbarian path features, which means mm. for now Lena has. You know, just rage, reckless attack, danger sense, just all the kind of common barbarian uh, stats. I can't hold my great axe anymore. Uh, so Lena's using a hand axe and uh, the shield she picked up way back when in Losherton. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> it's coming into play. Is it like a mini axe of the ram right now? Or is no, it's just a hand axe. I want her to be so pathetic. Okay. Aww. I love it. I love this. I can't, I can't wait to see how this goes down. But yeah, yeah, we're heading in. Oh, that's everything. Yeah, we're heading in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we gotta Good we gotta get the chemistry back to D and D. Yep, yep. <laughs> At least we're getting it out now yeah, rather than exactly. like in the midst of everything. <laughs> yeah, right now we're heading into the kind of the final stretch of D and D here. Y'all, you guys are heading to the the central island where the silver flame supposedly resides. Uh, it's gonna be in a really exciting time, and hopefully, you all survive. I have I have high hopes. I have high hopes for you guys. So yeah, just wanted to give you guys a little info update about Lena and her character sheet going forward. And now that that's taken care of, let's just launch right into tonight's session, everybody. What oh, yeah. Let's go! <laughs> Our story camera since I don't exactly know what the medieval version of a camera would be. Our, curtain, our arcane eye. It would be the eye. curtains up on, because it would be a play. Oh, there oh you that's go. perfect. Thank right. you. That's You're good. welcome. Yeah. Our silk curtains draw up, <laughs> and we see a, a medium-sized ship sailing through a thick fog. The waters are deadly still as the ship carves its way through the still water, breaking it almost like ice sending these ripples moving in slow motion. The ship hits rock as it lands on a dark island with a thick, spooky-looking tree line with all these mangled, dark trees with no leaves. And seeing a large stone tower sitting on the beach line of this dark beach with sand that feels like glass under your feet. As the man hops off of his boat. He lands in the water with a splash and begins walking toward the shoreline. He calls out to one of his crewmen saying, start unloading the bodies. I have someone I need to meet with. He begins taking steps inland, just getting to the tree line where under an especially matted, tangled tree stands a demon, a demon with an incredible six-pack, completely pale white skin, and these small but sharp-looking wings protruding out of its back. His armor is adorned with these skulls with horns on them much like his own, and his legs are these skeletal form of a centaur's legs, you could say. The man is sitting, the demon is sitting there filing his nails with what looks like a human bone, and he flicks it to the side. He says, Ah, Bones. My favorite companion. How are you this evening? 
the you see Bones standing there, a devilishly handsome man in his own right, with a strong jawline and these great, well-trimmed handlebar mustache. This great, well-trimmed <laughs> handlebar mustache. <laughs> if that's okay, Eric. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he stands there with a brave face, but you can tell in his eyes that there's a hint of fear. Bones looks quite young, just starting his budding career with his companion Velvet. About to start one of their biggest tours yet, in fact, across Valendia. This tour is going to be the tour that makes them a household name. He knows it. I'm bringing you what you want, says Bones. How much more do you need? The demon replies, saying, Oh, we'll need about ten more shipments. Times another ten after that. And he lets out a small laugh. He walks over on his centaur-like hooves to one of the bodies that's being unloaded from the ship, and he merely points his clawed finger at this dead body's forehead and pokes it. The body begins to gyrate and shake, and it begins to develop this skin, this reddish, horrible skin, as all of a sudden this skeleton, which was once human, turns into this lesser demon. (laughs) And life is breathed into it. The demon looks down at it and says, Stand. And the demon follows his order. Venture into the center of the island toward the flame. There you will find the army. They will tell you what to do next. The demon lets out a snarl and immediately begins walking toward the center of the island into the woods. Your deeds are going to change the course of history, Bones. And like I said, you will be rewarded for your actions. All I've wanted was fame, as Bones is staring at his hands, to have my name known in this world, to make my mark. And that will come, my dear boy, sooner than you think. You won't be needing that little gnome much longer. I'll be on your way. You have more work to do. Years of work, in fact. And Bones lets out a nervous chuckle and just begins making his way back toward the ship. All the bodies have been unloaded. And he says, come on, gentlemen. We have more work to do. And the demon stops and says, wait. (laughs) Don't forget your piece de resistance of your show. And with a flick of his wrist, six of the skeletal remains begin floating in the air and are gently let down onto their feet and they animate instantly. And the skeletons just kind of look at each other with confused looks and they look to the demon and he says, This man Bones is your master now. You shall serve him, perform for him. Make him, give him the fame he so much desires. And they very simply just walk onto the boat, sit down, and await their journey to the mainland, where they will soon become to known as Gnome and Bones. (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys wake up in Losherton Castle the very next morning after 
all the shit from last night went down. Um, you guys got very little sleep. In fact, I, I might even go as far as to say maybe you didn't, as the sun is poking its first rays through Kanos's window in his castle. You know that your heading is the academy, and Kanos is already busy making arrangements to provide transportation for you guys to get there. Um, what would you like to do this morning? So Sai gets up really early because he he knows that he's going to be going to the academy. He's so excited, and uh, he he wakes uh, Sam up as well, and he um, goes kind of outside and and he's teaching him how to do his knee bends in the morning. So <laughs> <laughs> every time Sam bends down, he just gives it a as it's kind of tugging at his stitches and his body, he's pushing the limits. Not so far down there, Sam. Just a little bit. Okay, no, all right. Good, good, good job. I feel like they probably have adjoining balconies, so Velvet was like, I'm going to get a bath before today. And he, like, takes, like, a morning bath and he gets out on the balcony just butt naked. And as he's kind of just letting himself air dry, he looks at Sai and he just kind of waves across the balcony. Hello, Sai, good morning. Hello, friend, good morning. I'd hope nobody died last night. Uh, no, no, we're, we're good. We're good. We're, we're alive. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Sam. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go get a platter of cheese or something before we go. going to get some snackage. And he walks away. I feel like they're loud talking. Lena just like covers her ears in her room because she has a <laughs> wicked headache. Oh, <laughs> and um, she's been spent. She did not sleep. She spent most of the night trying to pick up her great axe to no avail and then got oh. mad and punched a wall. And I feel like it just broke one of her bones in her hands. So she goes to Bree's door and knocks on it. Hello? Um, hey, good morning. Did I wake you? Oh, no, no, I've, I've been up for a while. I, I was trying to contact Berna again, but hmm. um, no, no response. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I punched a wall. Can you fix my hand? <laughs> she holds oh, out her of, hand. Of course. <laughs> we, okay, and, it's a and long she story. heals her. Um, Thanks. Wh why did you punch a wall? Um, I was mad. Um... You know, maybe for right now, and I can understand why you're feeling mad. Mm. Um, it's it's very understandable, very justified. But maybe next time you're mad, why don't you try punching a pillow? You can borrow mine if you want. I probably can't even break through a pillow right now. It's the fine. The point isn't to break <laughs> through it. The point is <laughs> to release frustration. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> she just smiles and pats Bree, and she's like, thanks, thanks, Bree. Um, I guess we should get the others and... Uh, get moving to this academy. Velvet and Sire are up there talking so loud. Okay, yeah, let's let's go meet up with them then. By now, Velvet's got the cheese tray, Avery, so you see him, like, walking down the hallway, <laughs> reruns into them. Hey, good morning, I got cheese. Cheddar, mm. I've ate all the gorgonzola, though, but it's pretty good. Here you go, and he gives them a half-eaten platter of cheese. <laughs> well, my work is done here, and he's still not wearing clothes. I should go put on some clothes. Uh. And he goes and puts on clothes. And you could talk a little quieter, that'd be great. I got a queen in my bungalow. Sai <laughs> <laughs> si, si hears the word cheese and kind of, oh, <laughs> Do you hear cheese? I, do I hear the word cheese? Oh, thank you. And he grabs like a handful of, of cheese and starts eating it. Take mine, Sai. I'm not. I'm not hungry. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. 
not really either, so feel free to have what's left. Um, maybe maybe Sam would like some too. Does does he eat food um, like this? I don't know. If, does he eat? I don't think he eats. Does he eat? He's, <laughs> he he says um, as you present him some cheese. He just says, "Sorry." Yes. Yes. But he puts but he puts a hand up in objection. <laughs> oh, all right. Well. I guess he doesn't like cheese. <laughs> uh, Sam here, can you say good morning to these two fine ladies here? We worked on this. You know how to say good. Can you say morning? Good, good. morning. Mm. Morning. All right, well, two syllables. Okay, well, we'll work on that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go find, um, uh, God, I'm always getting them confused. <laughs> Corius Kanos. 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 Kanos is the king. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go find Kanos and see how the um, transportation situation's going with oh, my yes. Good idea. hand Good axe. Idea. And she just leaves. <laughs> um, I burst out because Velvet has, a, has an emergency. He goes, wait, okay, okay, uh, okay. Jim, oh. No, no, actually, Lena, I don't really need you because I, I have a very important mm. thing. And he holds out two traveling cloaks and they're slightly different shades of gray. What one looks better? This, this. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try them on, and I'm gonna do a whole walking thing, and you can tell me, okay? And that's that's what Velvet's gonna work on for the next five. Yeah. Oh my god! Which shade of gray? Which shade? Which shade of gray traveling cloak to wear? Oh my god! Yeah. So, um, who's all going with Lena to find Kanos? Just me, apparently. Just in that right, silence. Sounds good. Well, so I'm, Lena, I'm trying, you... yeah, I'm trying cloaks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, Sai would be taking care of Sam. Okay. That's fun. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, Lena, you exit the room, you round the corner to go down the stairs, and who do you bump into but Darian? <laughs> and <laughs> he was making his way up the stairs, he bumps into you, and he kind of loses his footing and rolls about six steps down. Oh, like, oh my God. <laughs> and then uh, catches himself and oh stands up. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, hey. 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 <laughs> You, hey, uh, how, how are you doing? Um, I heard about everything that happened last night. Are you okay? You look different. Uh, yeah, um, Rack is gone, and I feel... Oh, shit. Yeah. I, um, candled my great axe. I feel anger, fear, frustration, and honestly, and she kind of, like, looks to make sure no one's around. She's like, honestly, Darian, I know I shouldn't, but I, I feel a little sad. I oddly miss him in a weird way. It's very quiet. Ah, mm. well, he was a part of you for a really long time, I guess. Mm -hmm. You got used to it, and he was comforting in a way. He did give you powers, after all. <laughs> hey, now you're kind of more like me. And he kind of slaps you on the shoulder. And it hurts, <laughs> and she gets mad at it, and then it hurts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Mm. I, um, what you taught me helped, though. I, I, I do feel good about being in a fight, and uh, may, maybe, you know, I can make, like, a cool duo, and I got your back, and... You'll be just as strong as you were alone with me by your side. <laughs> oh, oh, she's... Wow, um... Yeah, I, I, I like that, Darian. I'm excited to uh, see you in action. Are, are you... Are you sure? Are you, 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 I don't want to... I don't want to force you to come with us. I mean, I want you to come, but I just don't want you to feel like you... You know what I mean? Every time I've gone somewhere else away from you guys, I always seem to be drawn back to you. I think at this point, I'm just going to mm. let fate decide. 
right. Also, check this out. He pulls out a knife from his sheath oh, and he goes whoa, to whoa. flip it in the air. He's like, watch this. And I rolled. And oh, um, no. he he actually cuts his hand on as he goes to flip it, <laughs> catching it on the wrong side and takes one harm. Oh, oh my. <laughs> he drops the deck. Ah, oh, fuck. I did it like seven times alone. I, here, 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 here. And she like rips a part off her skirt that's already in tatters and like presses it to his hand and he's like, here, um, hold that. I'll grab your knife that rolled down the stair. I got it. One second. She goes and grabs it. Um, um, where were you headed? Uh, I was just going to go see, uh, fuck. Why do I keep getting his name wrong? Kanos. Oh, uh, Kanos. Yeah, I, was I almost go, yeah, said I was... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, uh, I'll come with you if you want. Okay. Just keep pressure on that hand, Darian. And maybe we'll, See about Bree fixing that up. All right, that, that sounds good. Hmm. And uh, you guys head down the stairs. You make your way through the castle, and uh, outside the castle, you see Kanos all the way at the other end of the bridge that connects the castle to the mainland. Uh, you walk the bridge and meet with Kanos, and he has uh, no, not a noble carriage per se, but a very sturdy cart. And uh, he kind of hops down off of it. And he says, oh, good good morning, Lita. Good morning, uh, Darian. How are you two this morning? Uh, as good as, as good as I'll ever be. How, uh, how are you, your highness? I did really, I did not sleep a wink. I was very worried about you guys. I thought somebody was going to die. I had a <laughs> rough night, uh, but I'm doing okay. I must say. Well, I'm... Um... Thank you again from from all of us for for letting us invade your castle and um, just thank you for everything. Please, without you guys, we wouldn't even be here. It's my honor to serve you. Um. Hey, before we go, I I don't know if I'll make it down. Can you please tell? Um, I forget who was his brother, but can you please tell Corius? I'm so sorry for last night. Oh, he was pretty heated about it. In fact, uh, I think he closed shop for a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> Lita just looks to Darian and just goes, oh, that. Tell him sorry. Really, really emphasize this, this story. Of course. Yes, he, he was raging and yelling about how the damage, how his, the reputation of his newly formed restaurant was incredibly damaged. And now he has a lot of picking up the pieces to do, but I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, okay, here, um, Angelina goes into her bag and pulls out, like, um, a hundred gold pieces and says, here, just, just to give this to him, please. Oh my gosh. And, and tell oh, him th sorry. This will help. I I'm sure this will sway his, his opinion of you. Don't worry, Lita. Thank you. I literally never used the gold ever, so might as well be used. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gold, gold became irrelevant like super fast in this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want something? Sure. Oh yeah. Hey, we save people for that. You know, we we earn yeah, our you, reward. You, know? yeah. you guys have done enough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Spending spree at the academy and just you know burn through it all. <gasps> Do they have a gift shop at the academy? Oh yes, let's oh. buy the gift you shop. You will have yes. to find out. Teddy bears for everyone. Oh, Sai right. is buying his weight in t-shirts at the gift shop if there is. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so many, he looks really buff. He puts uh, them all in. All of them. Can he be like those anyway. Disney people and all have matching shirts that say like "I'm here to save the world"? <laughs> We'll get them, we'll get them made. We'll spend oh money God. to get those made. They're like those like Yay. strong pastel colors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, is there anything people would like to do in Losherton still, or uh, are you guys ready to depart? Oh, Sai's ready to depart. Yeah, after 45 minutes of choosing, Velvet decided to go with a green traveling cloak instead. You're so oh. right, Bree. This just works way better with the whole ensemble. Could not agree more. Even though Bree probably hasn't said it. I, I don't know. <laughs> she, she's just kind of shaking her head in agreement. Like, okay. Bree, this is why you have impeccable fashion sense. I always trust your opinion. Oh, leafy green it is. As you guys all meet with Kanos at the cart... He says, good, good, you're all here. Now I can finally tell you. Velvet, we've received one response to your message so far. Oh. It is from the <gasps> human kingdoms, and they will be amassing an army and meeting us at the island. Hmm. That's okay. I, I expected that everyone else might need a few more days to pick up their minds after I blew them with that incredible speech. No, this is pretty confidently. <laughs> I, I feel confident, Velvet, that no kingdom has forgotten the events of the Great War all those years ago. They they will come around. Yes, that too, Your Highness. Absolutely. But, yep. This is my strongest cart. It is fortified with uh, bearings on the sides and protection. It should get you as far as you need to go. Oh, excellent. And he kind of slaps the side of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, solid cart. Like like servants are loading in Lena's great axe that you can't carry. <laughs> How many servants now, did it take? I did have one hiccup. It appears that we are running a little low on horses. Uh, I won't explain why. It's very complicated. But I noticed that you, Sai, have a new friend with yes. you. Uh, maybe... I was just going to suggest. Uh, Sam, would you mind uh, pulling the cart? Pull, pull cart? And he kind of points to the cart and the little... <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam gives a slow nod and blinks. Uh, does he have one eye or two? I can't uh, remember what two, I said. Two, I think. I think he's a cyclops. He, he, I he imagine blinks the two. lower hanging... <laughs> yeah. Okay. He blinks the lower hanging eye on his face and uh, in a sort of wink <laughs> fashion. It says, good. 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 Good, Sam. And he kind of leads him over to the front where he kind of... <laughs> hooks up the little harness. I don't know what it's called, but the, he doesn't, he doesn't have the bit in it. He just kind of puts it over his shoulders and. and yeah. Uh, just straight tugging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hauling it along. <laughs> and, uh, as you guys are getting on the car, getting ready to depart, you see, um, the motions of the army being put together. That's going to be meeting you at the Island. Uh, blacksmiths are hard at work. You can hear the clanging of metal from the marketplace as some of the stations have been turned into blacksmith stations to make the, work as fast as possible and work as efficiently as possible and Kanos just takes a breath and looks around and says to you guys well I guess I will see you at the island your highness uh if if you could present this to the blacksmiths maybe and we'll uh, I'll pick it up from you when the time when, when it's when it's time and he hands him like a drawing that he made and Avery he hands it to him and what it has is like schematics for like um uh, like uh, shoulder plates and chest plates for a large quadrupedic animal. Ooh, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, just a ask your blacksmith to really get the rainbow sheen on that, okay? Uh, I really want to look at. If, if we're gonna charge into battle, we gotta look real good, 
okay? <laughs> Though that you never cease to amaze, I will make sure this happens for you. Your Highness, I am your humble servant, as always. Does a deep bow, nose almost grazy against the cart floor. And uh, Kanos actually gives a light bow to you guys as well. And he says, you truly don't know the difference you have made in this world, your group. And I know that together we are going to put a stop to this. Very, yes, very good. Thank you, Your Highness. Thank you for your hospitality and, and, and your help in, uh, in, in obtaining this transportation. We, we very much appreciate it. Yes, thank you. See you soon. Okay, and he kind of nods to him and says, Come on, Velvet, come on! To the Academy! Academy! Ho! Okay. And Sam just yells, ah, ga, 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 ga. And he starts pulling the car. Good job, Sam. And he starts, he kind of like uh, shakes the reins and stuff like that. And I imagine like uh, as we go, um, Sai and Velvet will want to sing a little traveling song. Ooh, what's your what song would you guys like to sing in uh, Velvet's um, repertoire? It's definitely going to be one of my favorites called As Hard as Dragon Scales. <laughs> oh my god there's also my not as successful hit lusty lusty goat herder it did really well in the cat it did really well in the farm areas probably a bit more than the cities but it did pretty well a bit more straight to the point on the innuendo on it yeah. a, bit, a bit more approachable for the simple mind you're a lusty lusty goat herder so baby really likes the lusty lusty goat herder one yeah. i got five goats in the bar <laughs> Is that too much? I'll, I'll let you be the judge on that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, so yes, that's what Sai and, and, and Velvet saying. All right. You guys begin taking the long journey to the academy, making right through familiar places, familiar trails. You're working backwards along the road you took to Lotion, what seems like ages ago at this point. <laughs> and you pass by the forest, which has Deadwell in it. And uh, about halfway through your journey, uh, you guys realize you have to travel through Plumberg. The main road takes you through Ooh. Plumberg Ooh. Uh, to get to the Academy. Mm. Interesting. So you guys, and um, where we last left off, if you need a reminder, was uh, Nellie and Malik are still there. Uh, they were left there, I believe. Oh my gosh, that's um, right. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, Malik lost his memory. Nelly was there, and uh, yeah. So, I, I think a, a couple days go by of pretty calm travel, very uneventful travel, until finally you can see Plumberg in the distance, noting that the river that runs around it is still a nice clear color, still cleansed of its demonic energy that was <laughs> leaking from that pool underground. Oh. Oh, Lita just takes a deep breath as they start heading closer <laughs> towards it. You guys go through the farmlands that surround Plumberg. A couple people waving kindly. Nobody even seems to actually remember who you were. Maybe they don't realize what you did. Rude. Who knows? <laughs> Ungrateful sons of bitches. Velvet whispers ever so often. <laughs> uh, until you guys make it into the town center to make your way through and you hear the ring of the bell tower in that town center uh, bringing you back to when you were here last. And the market is bustling as ever as you last saw it. And when you're about halfway through the market, 
the Sam suddenly comes to a halting stop and the cart kind of rolls into his butt. He goes, Oh, there, Sam. Uh, uh, what, what do you see? Sorry. And he's pointing down Aww. to the ground in front of him. You all look around Sam from the cart mm-hmm. and you see Nellie is standing there, Aww. wide-eyed, looking at you guys. And she says, I thought it was you. I saw you coming in. I saw you coming into the town and I ran as fast as I could from my field to come meet you guys. Oh, look, oh. It's, it's Nicole, right? Nelly, 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 Nelly! Yes! Oh, so good to see you. And he goes up to her and gives her a big hug. And and she returns it with a very strong hug. And Nelly seems a little different. I mean, she was pretty mature for her age already, but she seems like she looks a little stronger. Uh, like she's been working in the fields for since uh, you guys left, and she's matured even more, a little more now. Um, I'm so excited to see you all. I wait. Where's the dwarf? Oh. Um. Well, uh, Gyriad, uh, he, uh, he. You don't he have just, to say it. He, I, I think I understand. I, I'm sorry. He was a hero. He was. Says. He, he was. He was the hero. He saved us and he saved a whole town. You all are. You're all heroes that saved this town. This is actually perfect timing that I got to see you. I, uh, I have a favor to ask. Well, sure. Uh, what what is need? it? What do you need? Are you guys heading west? Are we Great heading question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know... The academy is west, yeah. Okay. Yes, we... You bet we are. West yes, all we the are. way. <laughs> west is best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After you guys left, I didn't really talk to my dad for some time, but eventually we got back to talking again, and he accepted the fact that he has a daughter, even though he couldn't remember me. And we've been working on our relationship, and I've been trying to tell him what happened and teach him our history, and he didn't really seem to be getting it. And he also didn't really take to the field work. I thought it was easy, but he was just a really big, whitey baby in the fields all the time. (laughs) But recently... He decided to leave town, and I asked around, and they said that he heard he was going west to the academy, oh. and I had no way of getting there myself, and no one wanted to take me, but but if you're heading there, then, then can I come with you? I need to find my dad. This is a fortuitous meeting. <laughs> yes. Yes? Really? I'll, I'll, I'll grab my dagger and, and my and food. Just, just, just hang on tight. I, I'll be right back. Okay. Oh. Lena, Lena just puts her head in her hands because I think Nellie and her ended on bad terms when she can when she confessed that she was the one that caused her dad the brain damage. So oh, she just right, puts yeah. her head oh, in yes. her hands, oh, God. and oh, it's God. just like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be a long. Long journey. Velvet oh. turns to Sai and goes, Sai, we're going to have a soprano for Wicked Trio singing. Oh, Cannot yes. wait. Yes. Going to be uh, amazing. Uh, 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 no offense, but Bree, sometimes when you sing, you sing like when you don't, when you talk to people in the brains. So oh, sometimes oh, I feel I, like, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it gets confusing for me. And Lena, well, you play a Wicked Triangle. Thanks, Velvet. <laughs> You're welcome. And I mean that from the bottom of my Ooh. gnomish heart. Um, as they wait for Nellie, Lena just quickly runs over and puts flowers on her mom's grave again. And her dad, I guess, question mark? I'm assuming he's buried there too now. <laughs> yeah. The grave 
He he was kind of like burned up in acid. Yeah, did they make a cool <laughs> demon? Yeah, did they um, like? So does he not have a tombstone? Well, you were the only family he had he had left besides oh, Leanne, frick. but Leanne just kind of dipped, so he he doesn't actually. Ooh. The town was kind of like, hey, the water's not red anymore, and nobody's going missing anymore. Wow. This is great. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like Lena just like, puts no, a rock on the ground next to her mom's Aww. tombstone for now, and she's like, I'll give you a proper one when I, if I make it out of this. And then heads back to the cart. Oh, that's really nice. Aww. By the time you make it back, Lena, you go up the alleyway uh, back into the marketplace, and you just join paths with Nellie. And she kind of is running, but comes to a halt as she sees you. And she says, oh, um, um sorry. No, you 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 go you go ahead. <clears throat> yep, and and then she starts running again, uh, leaving that conversation really Ugh. quickly and hopping on the cart. She just puts her head down, and starts walking slowly. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys have Nelly joining your group, <laughs> and she'll be she'll be joining you on her way to the academy. Nelly, she asks you guys, back. "Where have you been? What have you been up to uh, since you left Plumberg?" Oh. Where to start? I dropped a rock on a giant eyeball. Right. Sai oh. became a worm king. What? Lena lied yes. to us like yes. six and a half dozen times. That's oh. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> what else happened? Just everything. We're trying to build an army now? Oh, those yeah. Were the, the, oh, yeah, that little Those thing. are the two, the two moments, the two standout moments of yep. this campaign. Yep. Just, uh, <laughs> that's all go. they remember. <laughs> For those we who were, haven't uh, listened, there was a recap. There was poopery involved. Uh, there was, it was so, so many different things, right? There was poopery at one point, there right? poopery, yeah. looks at the group for confirmation. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yes, uh, lilac scented, yes. Lilac scented poopery. And the then I made, I made an animated uh, ice chip and... <laughs> Oh anyway, yeah, your little uh, Izzy. Uh, serpent. Yes. Izzy, little tiny yeah. serpent. I miss Izzy. So, so basically, we tell her all of the events, and uh, yeah, and we kind of get her. And uh, you, you, you definitely tell it to her in sections as you're traveling through yeah. the days to yeah. get to the academy. As uh, she just keeps asking for these stories, amazed at your actions. Any story pertaining to Lena, she kind of just gives like, oh yeah, and nods. <laughs> oh no. But the Worm King and like dropping the the uh, stalactite on the beholder, like she loves it. She's so uh, like by the time you're done most of your tales, she is just in awe of you guys. And she's like, I'm so honored to be traveling with such a great group of adventurers. I, wa I want to be like you guys one day. <laughs> Maybe one day you will. I can see you. You've been uh, working out been working the fields, getting some muscles. Hmm? Yeah, the hay won't roll itself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lena whispers to Darian, do I have any chance of winning over? How do you win over a child who you literally ruined her relationship with her father? You're asking someone who has issues winning over adults. <laughs> oh, she raises her eyebrows. Oh, my oh her, her non-existent half-eyebrows. Um, <laughs> unless those grew back, but I'm assuming not. <laughs> uh, they were burned off uh, by one of your party members, so unfortunately, they're only half grown in. You know what? <laughs> that's, that's that's the way it has to be. Shoot. If the sunlight catches it the right way, since they're blonde, um, you can't see them, but okay. uh, otherwise, that's, they're kind of invisible. That's, that's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> she just says, okay, well, I guess, um, I don't know, maybe I'll talk to her at some point. Yeah, it never hurts to 
try to talk. I mean, try it now. This might be the safest place. What? Now? When everyone's listening? Yep, that's why you come to me for advice. She <laughs> <laughs> smiles at him and then turns to, to Nelly and says, um, uh, Nelly, um, I see you have a dagger. Do you know how to wield it? And she kind of looks up to you, gives a smirk, and she does this very elaborate twirling, uh, like spinning the dagger on her pinky finger, just giving mm. me a little drop of blood, and she flips it back up and catches it, and she says, mm. I've learned a thing or two. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and Darian's like, fuck, she's I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, wow, that was really, really impressive, Nelly. Um, my, Darian here is wanting to learn more about the art of wielding a dagger, maybe maybe you could teach teach him because you're really good. You're you're so good. Yeah, I, I've I've been looking to pick up a couple skills. Um, Lena taught me a bit of stuff, but hey, if you want to show me something else, and then um, Nelly gets really excited by that. She's like, actually, I, I would love to show you Darian. Come, come sit over here, and then Darian kind of okay. looks. He's like, oh okay, and uh, gets up and sits next to her, and then they start having a nice moment <laughs> and connecting <laughs> as she's uh, showing him dagger tricks. Lena's like, well, that went well. <laughs> you tried. Later That's on, Dari's just giving you like a thumbs up. Thank you. <laughs> she just smiles back at him. <laughs> After a couple more days of travel, we're, we're really traveling halfway across the continent here. You guys are finally coming up on the Academy. And you can see it from far away. It's this very prestigious looking university with this elaborate tower gates with like gold on it and these torches that line the circumference wall and these beautiful plants and landscaping and hedge mazes a lot of money and time and uh, effort has been put into this academy oh do you see it in the distance it glows oh look at that it's beautiful has Velvet been here before Avery has he performed here before at the academy, um, yeah, sure, why not? Okay, it's like I, I remember it being smaller, but yeah, smaller. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, hey, uh, did you ever do the hedge maze challenge to see how fast you could get through the hedge maze? Um, <laughs> listen, I don't want to just say that what I did there was sing and be intoxicated, <laughs> but I think that's probably what happened. Um, I, it's it's all blur. <laughs> that first tour, everything kind of just blends together. Oh, that, that doesn't matter. We'll, we'll do the big tour when we get there. Heck yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, Nelly, do you see it? Do you see it in the distance? And her uh, her jaw just drops, and she says, "Why would my dad go here?" Um, because look, it's maybe. beautiful. Maybe he went, Nelly, and Yelena kind of pipes up. Um, maybe he went to get his memory fixed because of what happened. Oh, right, when you, you smacked him and. and yeah, and, and Lena's like, <laughs> like putting the. Like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> and for the first time, Nelly looks to Yelena and she smiles. She says, Hey, hey, maybe you're right. That. Oh, maybe he does remember something. And we could be a happy family again. That would I will be do- nice. I will do anything I can, Nelly, to help your dad get his memory back here. If, if there's anything I can do to help. Yeah, why, why are you guys headed here? Uh, well, um, we're actually looking for someone. 
named Tenebris. Huh, never heard of that. Nor have we. Uh, It's probably best, Nelly, that you get all your family love in now because, well, (laughs) the world could be ending at any point, right? (laughs) Right? Carpe diem and all, you know. I I don't know if we need to mention that to a child. Um, (laughs) Nelly, don't don't worry about that. Um, We'll we'll help you find your father, and I'm I'm sure everything will be okay. Mm. And you guys, as you're saying that, begin rolling through, pulled by Sam through the front gates of the academy. And immediately when you enter, it smells beautiful as there's a flower garden on either side of the pathway that leads in. And there are students of all ages and all races everywhere. Um, A lot of them performing magic. They seem to be trying to hone their skills on divination, illusion, even a little bit of necromancy, all sorts of different, um, different practices and you you see fireworks going off and fireballs being cast and it's really exciting um and people who are walking down the road look up to sam you hear a couple shrieks from people from the unexpected (laughs) flesh column uh, who doesn't exactly fit the prestigious posh uh, look of this place as he's walking through um and he eventually comes to the end of this straight path where it diverts into about four different paths. And in the middle of these four paths, there's a directory. It's a map of the Academy. Okay, so uh, I kind of direct the cart so that we can kind of see it, I guess, pull up alongside it, I guess. And there's a lot of different names for different buildings in this place. There seems to be a building for each wizarding practice. There seems to be a building for many of the different gods and goddesses and religions you can practice in the realm. And there's also a main building close to the center where you are uh, that says uh, Directory Building. Well, since we don't know where this... Anyone know anything about Tenebris? If not, we should probably just consult... The directory ye old, uh, yeah, ye old concierge, you know. Uh, I agree. I, I think it's a good idea. Do we do we recognize any anything on the uh, god and goddess listing? Um, there are there's a pantheon of gods in this world that um, is pretty widely known. I have a list of it somewhere. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> it's just never come up in importance. Um, sure. But you you recognize some of the major gods. Uh, you even see Mistra uh, has a building Ooh, there as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bree, maybe you'll have to go there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I might have to take a look at that before we leave. All right. Well, shall we go to the directory building? Yeah. Let's go. All right. Onward, Sam. Kind of does this thing with the, the reins. And Sam begins pulling you guys toward that direction. And the directory building is this dome in the center of this beautiful courtyard. Um, and you see there are multiple tables and stalls and benches uh, rounding the circumference of this dome. And uh, there are people handing out various parchment pamphlets, uh, some people trying to get you to join certain clubs, um, <laughs> such as the Hacky Knack, where um, oh, there's like this little, uh, this small creature that kind of turns into a ball and you can try to keep it up as long as you can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. like that. And uh, you see uh, one human woman come up to you wearing a, uh, an Academy t-shirt and oh. it just, uh, there's a large golden T with an A uh, in the middle of it as well. And it's like this bright pink color. And she says, well, hey there. Welcome to the Academy. How can I direct you guys? Hello, new friend. Hello, friend. I am so excited to be here. And I uh, I love your shirt. Where where did you get your shirt? 
Oh, they're given to all the students here for free, or you can purchase it from our gift shop at the oh. other side of campus. <laughs> There's shop. a fucking gift shop, everyone. Oh. Well, I, I, yeah. Well, my, let me introduce myself. Uh, my, my name is Sayargatha, and and here are my friends, uh, Velvet and Lena and and Nelly and Darian and Bree and and this here up in front is Sam. Hello, Velvet, Lena, Bree, Nelly, Darian, and Sam. How are you all doing today? Wow, good memory. Yeah, that was impressive. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we are we're doing, doing good. Well, we're you. actually here for, um, well, I, Velvet Smooth Chords, I'm sure you've heard of me. And uh, I performed here when you were probably a twinkle in your father's eye. Um, we're here looking for a very special uh, magician, wizard, spellcaster, mm. if you will, by the name of Tenebris. Oh, Tenebris, he, he is a professor here, actually. That's, yep, we, we totally do that. One. Old yes, family yes, friend. Yes, yes, yep. uh, that's uh-huh. what we need to see. Good old Tenebris, that's so, so like him to be a professor. <laughs> uh, are, are you here for his lecture that he's giving? The uh, Monster Weaponry Lecture. You bet your pink bright t-shirt we are. <laughs> yes. Wait, the what? Wonderful. It's actually just about to start. You guys just arrived in time. Uh, unfortunately, I think the little one might have to stay outside. It is not for kids. Lena, Lena just turns around and goes, listen, this is... You guys don't have to sit through the lecture unless you want to. This is... If someone wants to go with Nelly or Sai, if you want to go elsewhere, I, I don't... Whatever you guys want. Well, I, I definitely want to see the lecture. I, I will definitely come with you. I, <laughs> so I, I can stay with Nelly if I can stay with Nelly if the rest of you want to go in or do whatever you want to do around here. Yeah, I'm not really one for lectures, so I'm gonna probably hang with you. Uh, I don't know, Lena. What are you feeling? Lecture, not lecture. Oh well, I I have to go. It was Rack who told me to meet this man. All right. Well, you go do the boring lecture, and uh, let's go find some fun stuff to do, Bree and Nelly. And, and, and can you take Sam too? We'll take Sam only if you take Darian. Sure, Darian. Would you like to join us? Darian's a person. You don't choose where he goes. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, no, now Lena. <laughs> I think we agree that Daria works best when we decide what he does. Oh! Uh, Darian, where would you like to go? Oh, God. <laughs> I, uh, you, you know what? I'm, I'm actually not even offended. In fact, I, I don't consider myself much of a strategist when it comes to oh, daily tasks. Thank you! Oh, don't Darian. put yourself down like that. But I guess I'll go with Lena. Of course you can, Darian. Of course he would. Uh, 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 Yeah, notice Sai, you got the short end of the stick there. All right, let's party, Bree and Nelly and Sam. Let's go, you fleshy weirdo. Let's go. Lena whispers to Bree, have fun with Velvet, and she goes with a wink. Bree's face kind of gets red, and she just shakes her head at um, at Lena. Okay. Uh, and, and, uh, we go in. <laughs> we'll get you a t-shirt, Sai, if we go to the gift shop. Oh, oh yes. Uh, make sure it's salmon color. That's my favorite. Awesome. Will do. <laughs> um, and then, so Sai says to the, the, is the woman still there? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, what's your name? Alessandra. <laughs> Alessandra, what a beautiful name. Touche DM, touche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, lead the way. Show us where this lecture is. Oh, wait, I gotta write something down. I'm sorry. 
One sec. I just gonna write something down. Uh-oh. One sec. So uh, we'll we'll follow we will follow uh, the group going in to see the lecture first. So that's Lena, Darian, Sai, and Sam. No, Sam went with the other group. Oh, he did. Okay, okay. So just the three of you. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So uh, Alessandra says, now you guys just follow me right this way. I'll bring you to the lecture. And she begins walking through. And she's almost robotic in the way that she begins talking about the academy and its roots, how it started as uh, a small gathering of about six or seven wizards who, whose greatest goal is just to share knowledge and to make an institution where knowledge could be shared, cultivated, and spread to the world, and about the history of certain buildings, yada yada, just all that jazz. It's, it's kind of, like, creepy. Yeah, well, well Sire obviously uh, knows all the history, too, and he's, and he's asking all about all of these wizards and stuff like that, so I imagine they have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And, um, Darian says to Lena, so, so what are you hoping to find with this Tenebris guy? Anyway. I, I don't know, I mean, I'm I'm hoping he can give me some kind of strength back so I can be, I don't know, somewhat as good as I was with Rack in this battle. I mean, Darian, if, if we got into a battle right now, I'd, I don't know if I could protect people. I'm so weak. And you trust Rack? I mean... I know it's a bit of a silly question. I know you guys have been buddy-buddy for a long time, but... None of these gone. I just feel like I'm allowed to ask if... Yeah, no, no. It's, if he really does have your best interest in mind, you know? I don't know. I, I just... He seemed so scared in the last moment before his sister took him that... I don't know. He seems sincere. I Maybe I shouldn't trust him, Darian, but... I'm hoping we're desperate. he... I'm hoping he has... I'm hoping he did something good for me in the end, you know? I hope so, too. I hope so too. And you guys make your way into one of the grand halls, uh, down a hallway of this plushy velvet carpet um, with the heads of these statues of uh, famous and um, fam famous wizards of the past and, and scholars and teachers and professors. And you see um, a sign hanging outside of this lecture hall door. And outside of it, it says on this list, um, Tenebris Bones, Monster Weaponry. What? Oh what? my god, what? Oh my what? god. Avery, oh nicely god. done. D&D Legend of the Silver Flame will be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. If you're enjoying our epic adventure, be sure to check out our social media pages at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. As well, spread word about us to your family and friends so they can adventure with us too. Thank you. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. So what what was it called? Sorry, what, Tenebris Bronze, and what was his title again, Avery? The title of the lecture was Monster Weaponry. Hmm. Monster, Monster Weaponry. 
I, cool, I don't think nice. Lena gets the connection because she doesn't really know gnome and bones, so she just kind of she just kind of goes in. And yeah, I mean, Sai would probably know, but um, is Bones a common name? <laughs> it's a common surname in this world. It's it definitely raises your eyebrows. Nobody knows yeah. Bones' real name; they just know him as yeah. Bones. Okay. Um, definitely an eyebrow raiser. All right, so he might he may kind of might uh, kind of lean over to Lena and say like, "Oh, Tenebris Bones! <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if it was uh, uh, Velvet's old partner?" <laughs> oh, was his. Oh, right, it was, uh, right? what was it? Gnome and um, Bones, no- right? Gnome and Bones, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think, would his no. partner no, be no, a he would, professor? I, I, don't, I don't think he would be teaching here, no. no Do you no, know no. what Bones looks like? I mean, you could just, when you see him, you'll be able to tell, right? Um, would I, like, I guess he would just have heard You've... the music, because uh, wouldn't he have broken up with uh, the band before he would have been on the continent to see a, an actual concert? He has such a high profile that you, you would be able okay. to recognize him. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, I would recognize well, well, uh, him. We'll, we'll have to find out. Yep. Oh, yeah, I want to go sit in the front. Come on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Lena just follows, seeing how excited Sai is. So the Al- Alessandra very quietly opens the door, and you guys enter into the top of this huge auditorium. And what you see immediately is... Bones standing on this grand stage with these huge red curtains drawn, uh, drawn closed. And you see him and his iconic handlebar mustache ever so finely trimmed, but graying now. And uh, his slicked back hair is also graying. And you see this is an auditorium of about three to 500 seats and every single one of them is filled. Looking around, you guys see uh, young students taking notes, um, professors alike who have come in for this uh, presentation, as well as uh, nobles and people with a lot of money sitting um, Mm. closer to the back. Uh, You see um, what looks like to be army generals with their their medals of honor from various wars, and they're sitting there with their arms crossed and kind of just tapping their chins, very intrigued about what they're going to be watching. And the door is closed behind you. It's, it appears to be standing room only. <laughs> okay, I guess we stand then. <laughs> Lena takes out her sketchbook, ready to take notes. <laughs> and and Sai kind of, you know, as the lecture goes on, he kind of creeps forward a little bit. Okay. I'm just trying to hear him better. With a booming, commanding, charming voice, Bones continues his speech, saying... With a grand wave, we have mastered the arcane arts. But what about the dark arts? The arts that monsters and worse creatures thrive on. These studies are not deeply developed because of the fear associated with losing one's life when studying your subjects. A fear I don't possess. And the whole crowd kind of gives a, a light chuckle to that. But any points um, affirmatively to the upper rows where the nobles and army generals are sitting. But thanks to our incredible investors from across the country and the many noble assistants who aided my quests, may they rest in peace. And everybody gives like a solemn bow of their heads and says, Aw, I have finally, finally 
perfected a weapon which harnesses the darkest powers of our world in a controlled and safe expression of their power. Your darkest fears are now yours to control with the Levanimous armor. And the curtains get drawn back and uh, light is shined with these um, dancing lights going around. This piece of armor and you you see that it's a chest plate and this chest plate appears to be made of this dark oiled leather with crimson accenting around its stitches and on its chest there are these four indentation circles with gold lacing around them and connecting to four small buttons one for each and in the center of the chest armor is this one large rune looking almost like a hanged man and in the center of that rune is a slightly larger button. Hmm. This piece of armor is constructed intricately, delicately, perfected to harness the essence of monsters in our world. Through a very complicated ritual, I have perfected the algorithms which will take the essence of the monsters and their powers, their abilities. Although it is a bit of a gamble which ones you will take. And they kind of let out a laugh again. And transfuse it within this armor. Four indentations for four possible monster parts. It will enable the wearer to harness these powers, use them in a safe expression of power. And there is... A final feature added quite recently with this central rune you can see, and he uh, points to the hanged man rune, which is still in its testing phase, I will admit, but the goal is to be able to harness all four of these powers simultaneously. Right now, testing has shown it is only possible to harness one at a time, but soon I will perfect the algorithm which will be needed to grant this kingdom power to protect its people from the worst creatures of this continent. And everyone begins clapping and cheering. At this point, some people are standing, students are, tears are streaming down their eyes with how obsessed <laughs> they are with him, either as a performer or as a scholar. And he says, now, 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 this is a great power. And I'm sure some of you more intelligent folks in the audience might be wondering, well, where does the power come from? Mm -hmm. To which my answer is this. His eye nodding his head. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, he's like, where does it come from? <laughs> <laughs> it is no small feat to harness such energy, and in our tests, it has only been able to be used for mere minutes at a time. But I think I finally cracked down on the one power essence, a source of infinite power that could power this. Tonight... It will be my honor to personally capture a mighty demon whose spirit essence I will transfuse within the armor, within that rune, and whose life essence will forever power the Levanimus. Now, oh, such shit. a transference of power requires a wearer, the armor. It requires a body to be attached to it within this ritual to which I would like to give a grand thank you. And let's everybody applause <gasps> for our first volunteer no. to this test, Mr. Malik oh. Henderson. <gasps> and 
You guys see Nelly's dad step out on stage and he walks up with a big smile and he's waving. Uh, he has this nasty smirk on his face. He's just really living in this moment of applause and cheer. Oh and he God. gives a mighty bow and uh, bows about that, folks. You will be the first warrior of the Levanimous armor. And everybody just at this point, the uh, presentation has come to a close. Everybody's cheering and clapping and they're giving their bows. Ooh. And um, the director of the school comes out it's this uh very ancient dragonborn woman and uh with um white scaly skin and these light blue illuminated eyes as if there's this electrical essence in them and she says thank you mr malik for your wonderful presentation now this piece of machinery i guess we should call it <laughs> is still under testing, so we will not be taking any questions at this time. If everyone, thank you for coming to our presentation, and we look forward, Mr. Bones, to your upcoming presentation uh, with Mr. Malik of this armor in action to be had uh, by tomorrow, you said, wasn't it? Yes, uh, and you hear a great stress as he says this. With this demon, time is of the essence. Um, uh, Lena grabs Darian's arm and goes, oh my god, this all makes sense now. This all makes sense, Raki. This, this makes such sense. He wants you to take that. He, he wants you to have that so that you can have those powers. It's genius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I have to... I've had a demon in me before. I'm not afraid to have one again. I mean, I guess I need to follow Bones and try and convince him to take me instead of Malik, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe we can talk to him. And uh, as you guys look, um, you see they're uh, very delicately, there's a crew packing up, excuse me, the armor and putting it into a chest with many lock mechanisms. And they're beginning to roll it off the stage. And uh, Bones follows them out, uh, taking a backstage uh, exit. Lena, Lena's gonna start. She she turns to Sai and, and Darren says, I have to follow him. You, you're welcome to join me. We're but I have to go. I have to. I have to get that armor. Well, well hold on. Let's talk to Sai first. I mean, maybe we let's let's talk to Sai first. He says, okay. and you, you guys meet with Sai and explain the plan to uh, pursue. Okay. So yeah, he comes back and he he kind of says, "Oh, isn't that amazing? Did you and, and did you see Balik? We gotta tell Nelly and 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 oh God, Velvet. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. I, I don't know how, but I have to. I have to convince him to let me use the armor. I don't know if he's, how he's gonna let me just take well, it, but you. I, I, I mean, this is dangerous stuff, Lena. This is uh, dark. I don't arts. care. I, I don't care. I can't just be like this. I have to be able to help. Or, and she looks at her bag. She's like, or I need to convince him to make me my own. But he needs a demon, and I don't even know what this demon is. There's so many questions, but I just I have to talk to him. I, 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 exactly. I, I I don't know. I I mean, we, you you knew what you were getting into with well, sort of knew what you were getting into with Rock, but uh, we don't know what demon he's using. Uh, you know what? Let's maybe we could we could talk him into to talking with us. I would love the chance to talk to him. Well, I think if anyone has the chance of getting us an invite. I don't know how they ended things, but maybe it's Velvet. Oh, you know, you're right. I'm not leaving without that armor or something more. OK. 
Okay. Well, if we're gonna do it, we we should probably go see. Uh, we should probably go meet up with Velvet then. As long as they're not having a date or something. <laughs> Lena smiles at Darian. <laughs> what if they hide the armor though? Do you, do you think we should follow now at least to see where it goes? Or I want. Yeah, that's a good point, Darian. So, do you maybe want to go get Velvet? I mean, they must be taking it. Oh, we have the earrings. Yes, we have the earrings. I keep forgetting. <gasps> right. Oh my god, <laughs> the earrings. Oh my god. We'll let you. Yes. We'll, yes, we'll, let you we'll let you know where he takes it. So, uh, Psy heads off, off to go find the gift cool. shop. <laughs> oh, this is so right. good, Avery. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're gonna follow Lena and Darian a little longer. Um, a lot of the crowd is clearing out at this point. People are just chatting about how excited they are to see the next presentation. How Bones is a genius. They're so happy that he decided to join the university a few years ago. His work in demonology and and in the dark, uh, darker parts of this world have been incredible for science and magic and just all these praises. Um, and you guys actually quite easily slip onto the stage and in through the back you follow down this hallway um and a door leads on to just another hallway as part of the university um you guys see bones about 20 feet down um surrounded by a few of those nobles and uh army generals speaking to him and he looks to be really angry as he's talking to them but he's talking quietly hmm. is malik still with them Malik is not, no. Okay. Um, Lena whispers to Darian and says, he, he seems upset. Do you think he doesn't want to give them the armor? I, I don't know. Maybe we should listen in. Okay. Let's, uh, let's try and get closer. All right. So, um, roll, roll stealth for me. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy I upped my dexterity. Yay! Hey, Darian got like, uh, I actually have a character sheet for him now from your training. <laughs> he got time. a, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> he got a 21. Right on. Hey. Yeah, we have four stealth, nice. but come on. Come on. Or plus four stealth. Oh, that's a 19. Yay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dice right. gods. So using the plushy carpet in this hallway to your advantage, you guys creep behind a statue of this uh, halfling um, scholar who's holding these books that it seems to be floating in the air and he has this uh, very grand joy smile on his face. As you get closer, you can finally hear the conversation happening. And he says, and you hear Bones saying, are you fucking kidding me? You knew I needed those men tonight. You knew it was happening tonight. And you're just gonna leave me out to dry like this? Bones, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, but we just couldn't get the men together in time. The funding came a little late and we love your idea. The only problem, it doesn't matter that you love the idea. I need those men now. Fuck. You don't realize what you're doing. I need people. I need, you need to find them. Do you understand? Otherwise you don't get it. You don't get the artifact. You don't, you don't get the plans for it. You get nothing. And the army general says, now listen, Bones, you're not in a position to negotiate with us. We can very easily pull your funding from this. You're getting your men in two days time. That's the end of it. Your demon hunting will have to wait. Mm. And they turn around and they walk away. And then Bones is left there in a huff and he kind of, lets out a big sigh as he's flush in the face and under his breath can you roll perception for me yeah to see if you hear this oh gosh that's oh my god that's a 17 you you hear him mutter quietly under his breath you just catch it it can't wait till two days from now damn it my timeline's tonight and he walks away um and it just turns to Darian and goes 
He needed men? For some timeline? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Darian, Darian kind of raises his hands up because... <laughs> <laughs> she just smiles at that and chuckles and says, okay, um, where did he go? Where did Bones go? Um, you watch him walk down the hallway and the group with the chest has been waiting for him. And he says, what are you waiting for? Get it into my office now. Cool. So he's going into and, his office. Uh, yeah. And uh, now that you know the office, you, know, you, you should actually be able to use the directory uh, to find it. <laughs> Funny enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She notes it and um, she, uh, she on her, the ear or the earring, she lets Sai uh, know where his office is and that the uh, artifact went in there and that something about everything, she just tells him everything so he knows just so Velvet maybe has something more to, to mm -hmm. work with if he's gonna convince them. And Lena turns back okay. to Dar Darian and he goes, oh, should, I, should I go and try and talk to him now? I, I, I'm not like Velvet, I'm not convincing. I'd wait, this, this is pretty big. You don't, wanna, you don't wanna screw it up alone, you know? Hey, Darian, listen, if, if I try this out, if, if we happen to convince him and it goes wrong, just promise me you won't let Malik put on the armor after me. I, it just doesn't seem right for Nelly. I just don't want anything more to happen. I, uh, yeah, I promise. All right, I guess we wait. All right. So, switching over really quick to our other group, hmm. Bree, Velvet, and Sam, and Nelly. <laughs> you guys make your way through the campus across to the other side where the gift shop is. And the gift oh. shop, you see, is really cool. It, it, it's almost like... Uh, there's these glowing golden discs that are slowly rotating around it, f rotating off axis so that they slowly wobble around this central spire. And uh, it, written in uh, these glowing letters, just hanging above, almost like a uh, like a uh, like a glyph says "gift shop," and it's kind of flashing letters. Ah, the gift shop. Ah, uh, we haven't had a good gift shop, and it's been a while, hasn't it, Bree? It might not even have been ever with you. I I, I can't remember any other gift. Shops. <laughs> More of these shithole towns that we go to, like, De how much better would Deadwell have been with a gift shop? You know? Would have really brightened the whole dead part of the town up, I think. Definitely would have been different. Nelly, why don't you run in there and I want you to find anything you want to buy. You too, Sam, you weird fleshy thing. I want you to go in there and I want you to get all the t-shirts. Don't forget to get a salmon shirt for Sai. Alright? Salmon shirt for and he does he does like he raises up his hand, does like long beard. Sai. Okay. <laughs> Let me roll a Good. And, uh, <laughs> yes. and uh, he, he starts walking into the gift shop and he just fits through the door. Yes. <laughs> um, Velvet's going to go right to the person at, like, is there is there a front desk, Avery? Like some sort of like cashier place or whatever? Yes, uh, it, it would be on the inside of the shop. Yeah, Velvet walks in and goes right up to that person. Good morrow. You, the guy turns around and you see a guy who has like crazy eyes that are on these springs that kind of hang down this big multicolored hat and a very wow. pointed goatee that seems to be completely hardened like rock because of the amount of gel or whatever substance he uses for it. And uh, he, he lifts up his crazy eyes and he says, 
Hey there, welcome to the Academy Gift Shop. What can I find for you today, sir, to make your day better? Uh, it has been so long since I, one, have been here, and two, I've seen a good gift shop. Now, here's the thing. And Velvet pulls it out of his bag and pulls out this, like, rather large sack of gold that he's been carrying the whole time. He's he's oh fairly wealthy. Right now, I, I think, how much gold do I have? I have 121 pieces of gold right now and 200 pieces Ooh. of silver. So I, oh I, I pull up my, like, pretty sizable bag of gold and I, like, hold it in my hand and I go, I know that you sell the basics here, right? For all the plebs that come in with coppers in their hands and wanting to buy salmon t-shirts. Not that there's anything wrong with salmon t-shirts, but I want you to tell me, what is the most exclusive, most coolest thing you have in this gift shop? It might not even be on the counter. What do you sell to the people who are willing to pay for some wicked shit? Uh, he puts back on his crazy eyes and he moves his head in an effect so that the eyes like protrude out and then he's like whoa looking at your gold bag that's a lot of change chump well uh, and he kind of leans over and he says we give the t-shirts and the sticky hands to those plebs as you call them but uh I do have something pretty special right behind me and he points to the wall behind him and you see a selection of weapons and armors mm -hmm. and behind him is also a game of sorts and a game. It, it's it seems to be oh you know what you know what retcon i have an idea yeah yeah i have an idea okay you know what i have something even better for you and he points back and he says welcome to the 50 50 game and you see that there is this almost oven looking contraption with a funnel in the top that is full of diamonds and there's this large cast metal iron door with a glass window and it's wide open and it's big enough to host like a great axe even like it's a big chamber and there's little flashing lights that say uh, 50 50 50 50 around He's like, now, we just offer the usual stuff for the plebs like t-shirts and sticky hands, but seasoned adventurers like yourself, we have this very special game, 50-50. You put in whatever you want, a weapon, a piece of armor, and 50-50. Uh, what's the other 50? <laughs> Is it gonna, like, will it never come back? <laughs> Tell you what, let's do a test trial because actions are better than words. Hand me a, piece, a single gold coin, please, my dude. Okay, he flips a gold coin in the air for him. All right, and he places it in the center of this uh, of this uh, contraption, and he closes the door and he smashes a big button on the side. He says, "Everybody, we are going 50-50. And all the other workers in the store raise their hands and go, "Woohoo!" Velvet's delighted. Velvet's like, ah! <laughs> the machine big begins to shake, and um, and light begins to glow from within as some of the diamonds uh, fall into the machine through the, the funnel, and then you hear, and I'm gonna have this man roll any dice. Oh shit! Okay. Oh my god! Because it's 50/50. Any dice, and if it's odd, it's one, and it's even, it's the other. Okay. okay. Uh, so he opens the door and a bit of smoke goes out and he goes, oh, ho, ho, and he reaches his hand in and the gold has turned to a piece of diamond. Would you look at that, my man? Your oh my gold God. just turned to diamond. Wow. Here you go, chump. Oh, nice. my. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Velvet gets really excited and goes, okay, I have an idea. Um, he's going to take off. Okay. Uh, Avery, how many things can I give him? I, I don't want to take up too much time. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he, he says, now the thing is this machine runs pretty hot in the sense that we need a lot of materials to run it. So it's gonna cost you about a hundred gold per what would even the word be? 100 gold. Per 50. Shit. Oh my god, 100 gold. Um, Velvet's gonna try to whittle them down. Diamonds aren't cheap. Velvet's, can, can I use my charisma to go? Uh, well, I did go to the dead shop at, uh, at the dead, I went to the gift shop at Deadpool. <laughs> and uh, the tree there, lovely guy, the tree there gave me 75 gold for the 50 50. And I mean, if, if it's the same machine, his only took, like, you know. It didn't run that hot. That's all I'm saying. Hey, roll persuasion for me. Yes, I love persuasion. Uh, 22. <laughs> you know what? I remember you, Velvet Smooth Chords. I remember when you came here with our Professor Bones and performed. It was epic. I'm going to cut you a deal. I'll let you do it <laughs> twice for 100 gold. How about that? So here, here's the thing. He heard what you said, but he didn't quite hear it yet. So he goes, oh, that is wonderful. And he gives you 100 gold for it. And Avery, I'm going to give you my armor. Uh, so he takes off his like his like armor oh, no. clad doublet. Oh, and I'm oh, going to no. hand him the goblet of, in of greatest inconvenience. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love that. Awesome. OK. Um, yeah. Okay, oh, um, so he's like, all right, we got your doublet and this weird cup. So he puts your uh, doublet in the machine first, closes the door. And this t now people are starting to gather around a little bit because they don't get to see this thing in action too much. They're a bunch of broke ass students. So they <laughs> and he says, you know what it is. It's going to be either. And then the whole crowd yells, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. And Eric, can you can you roll any dice for me? Any dice and let me know if it's either and let me know what the number is. Okay, this one is 18. <gasps> okay. So let's do this one first then. So the machine begins whirring. And he opens the door and immediately you see the sparkling glow um, being cast through the smoke. And he says, whoa, my man, let's looky here. He puts a, a uh, spyglass um, up to one of his crazy eyes to look at your doublet as he pulls it out. And it has this very faint rainbow shimmer to it <gasps> uh, that reflects and refracts in the light. Oh, oh my, my man, you just got plus two armor. Yes! Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Velvet so whatever. 16, baby. <laughs> Yeah, whatever your AC is, add yes! to it, because your armor got uh, improved. It's now uh, very rare armor. Oh, very awesome. Velvet throws it on, and, like, the rainbow just sheens around him. He does, like, a <laughs> twirl for the crowd. Isn't it beautiful? And he holds up the cup and says, who wants to see another? Yeah! <laughs> the whole crowd starts going yes, nuts. Yes, yes, okay. <laughs> he hands him the yeah. cup, and he goes, spin that shit. He smacks the button and he's kind of wiggling his body, making his crazy eyes go crazy and and roll any dice for oh, me again. And let me know the number. I got a 12. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Oh God, yes. Even is good. Odd is bad. Yes. Oh my God. But is it because it's an inconvenience one? Does well, that we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, hmm, do I be a merciful DM? That, this is an interesting Please position. DM, <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> 50, 50, 
<laughs> All right, we got, um, we got, uh, he sticks his head in and he's like, oh, it's kind of weird. It was, uh, it was a good sound that you usually when it goes wrong, it's a uh, bit of a putter and a uh, bit of a fiery explosion, but uh, your your cup it's gone. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what happened. Yes! <laughs> he turns around. He says, "It's gone." Well, hey, if the customer loves it, I love it too. And then the whole crowd, yeah! Every second I can get rid of my goblet of greatest inconvenience. It's gone. Yes! yes. Oh, it worked. <laughs> oh, it worked. And um. As they're all happy, he like has um, Nelly and uh, Bree and Sam come up and uh, did they want? He's, he goes, I, I'm gonna get everything here, so just put it on, put it on the tab, everyone. <laughs> Bree, what are you getting? What'd you find? Um, um I, I don't know. There's, uh, there's, there's a lot of things here. It's, a, it's a bit overwhelming. Okay. Well, what <laughs> are you feeling, Bree? Um, she grabs. A book about the academy. <laughs> Love it. Okay. One <laughs> academy book, please. Nerd alert. <laughs> Nelly, what about you? What do you have? I um I, I grabbed this and she puts this. It looks like an icicle. It feels like an icicle. Um, but on the inside you see that almost etched in the center of this ice are words that say, uh, put portrait here. And um basically it's an icicle that can portray a picture or a portrait of someone and um on the inside of it and it never melts oh and that's she's nice. like, that's cool. i thought i thought it would be uh, a cool gift for my dad just um i, I don't know i think I that's know. wonderful nelly and he like pats her on the head and it goes sam i see you did he find a salmon shirt for sai <laughs> now when you say salmon do you mean the color or the name uh the color right you want like a, yeah. like a, a dull pink do you guys remember? Do you know the reference? The yeah, the, the monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Monster of the Week. Oh the of the yeah, week. okay, yeah. okay. So. Oh fuck. Um, so okay, <laughs> that's hilarious because Salmon took it as his name. So you see him sitting with uh, this sewing machine, and oh, uh, it just finishes, and he pulls it up, and it's a shirt that says his name, Salmon, S A M A N, on it. And he goes, "Good." Oh, I would love that. Sam, that's lovely. We're gonna get that for Sai. You keep that, and you know what? For you, Sam, because you're a big fleshy creature that people get weird looks on. I'm gonna get you this beautiful baby blue Academy T-shirt, and he's gonna buy Academy <laughs> T-shirt for. Oh. for <laughs> and I slap however many I go I'll take all of these good bad okay sweet I just gotta write that down that's too good he's keeping that on forever like that's his shirt that's now. what I was hoping I was hoping maybe he'd, uh, he'd, he'd get less looks around if he had a t-shirt on um, I'm oh that's great man his stat sheet blue academy shirt <laughs> and Avery as he's handing out the silver Velvet just stops and goes Wait, what the fuck did you just say, <laughs> Professor Bones? Oh, yeah. He is one of our most prestigious professors here. I'm sure you've heard of him. In fact, you do. You were with him, if my memory calls correctly. Velvet's eye just twitching. Wait, Vel the Velvet, single mean, eye twitch. Is that the same Bones as in Nomen Bones? He told me his name was Teddy, but I'm beginning to think... <laughs> It's Tenebris. He says through gritted teeth. <laughs> what did they say the lecture was on? Months. And at that moment, as you ask that question, Sai, you finally enter into the gift shop. Oh, hello, 
shoes. Did you get me a shirt? Velvet just angrily <laughs> points at Sam. <laughs> oh, Sam! What a great shirt! And then he holds up the the, the one with Sam's name on it and says, "Oh!" And he puts it on because <laughs> he loves it. Okay, Velvet. So I have some news. Yeah, I figured Bones is here. What the fuck? How did you know? I, you because this dingle hoppy gonna... hair with the crazy eyes just let it oh. loose. Oh, I like those little kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're fucking adorable. Those... I, Sai, I grab your 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 robes and pull you your face towards me and go. <laughs> Where is Bones? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 uh, uh, yes, we, 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 I came here to, to come get you because, oh, God, there's so much to talk about. Uh, are we done here? Can we, can Where we Where is move? he, Sai? You oh, need to tell uh, yes, me I'll now. Yes, I'll take you to him, I'll take you to him. Velvet um, takes out his, uh, rust bag, or his, his rust bag of tricks, <laughs> and, uh, I drew an eight, so a, a, a massive brown bear just erupts in the middle <laughs> of this gift shop, and I oh, jump no. on it, and, and I just, like, look at Sai with fury, and I go... Point me in the direction, Sai, please. Okay, so we need to head this way. Um, I just got a, no a notification about where he is. Velvet already just kicks the horse, or the, the bear, and it starts trotting, and he goes, yeah. You better keep up! Let's go! <sighs> okay, uh, Sam, come on, come on. Good. <laughs> good. Good, 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 yes. T-shirt, good. <laughs> I like it. And Bree just grabs um, Nellie's hand and just starts following them. Nelly, um, I have some news for you, too. Yeah? We found your dad. He's here. <gasps> that's great. Yes. Can, can I go see him? Where is he? Uh, well, that that's where we're headed, because he was part of the lecture. And, oh, uh, okay. Well, um, he, he, he's part of, uh, of Bone's project that he was talking about. So, now... I think it's important, though, that you wait before you approach him because we don't know we don't know where he's at right now. So um, let's let's just take it slowly, okay? Yep. Okay. Yep. I will. All I definitely right. will. And she starts but, sprinting enthusiastically. Uh, oh dear. Velvet like picks her up and throws her on the on, on the bear. <laughs> let's go! Oh, she loves it. She's like, woo! <laughs> you guys ride together. <laughs> Perfect. And um, backtracking a teensy bit from the moment Velvet took off, uh, produces Brown Bear, um, I just want to say that the crowd around you kind of, ooh, ah, and maybe you didn't notice because you were so uh, red in the eyes um, thinking mm -hmm. about bones. Um, and behind a bush, there's someone who is watching you, Velvet. What? And under their breath, they say, he came back. <gasps> I, I always knew he would come back. What? Watching you guys as you walk toward Bones' office. Oh, dear. What? What is happening? So you guys all meet up, uh, I guess, in the same hallway where Lena and Darian were waiting for you and waiting for Sai to return with you guys. Um, you all meet up in that hallway, and uh, what would you like to do? Yeah, they, you definitely just see Velvet on his bear with Nelly being behind him going... <laughs> Um, they're, you know, he told the bear to be kind of quiet, so it's as quiet as a giant brow bear can be. <laughs> Lena runs up to Velvet and goes, hey, I know you want to get in there, but just whatever you do, whatever you say to him, we have to try and convince him to let me take the armor 
and, and test it or, or do whatever's needed or, or help me build a new one. I will get him. Uh, and then she kind of, she doesn't know what it means, but she's like, I'll help him get the men, okay? Yes, yes, Sai told me all about the armor and Nelly's father and, well, wow, Lena, Lena kind of notes in his voice and goes, are you, are you okay, Velvet? Do you, do you want to do this? Well, it's been an up and down few hours. Um, you know, Lena, I, I got rid of the cup. That's good. And uh, oh. I got the shiny new armor, but now I got to go see someone who I loved and betrayed me and left me for broke. So, you know what? I'm going to say I just about broke even this afternoon. So that's good. Do you, um, do you want some company in there? I mean, I kind of, I don't know, have your back. Okay, you know what? I wouldn't mind coming in with some muscle. That would look pretty cool. Well, I mean, Lena kind of shrugs at herself. She's like, I don't know about muscle, but I'll have your back. And from behind you guys, as you say that, a voice calls out from the center of the hallway. Oh, shit. And says, how about some brains? You guys all turn around <laughs> and you see a gnome woman standing in the center of the hallway <laughs> with these bright brown eyes and a face full of makeup. And she's holding <gasps> a jar. Oh my, god. oh my god! And she's staring straight at Velvet. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, amazing, Avery. And she says, it's been a while, sweetheart. I'm so glad you came back for me. Oh I told god. you I would wait. Did you get my gift? What's her name again? Let's choose one right now. What's like the creepiest name you could think of right now, Eric? <laughs> okay, um, I, I I found Dipple. Oh, that's a Dipple. <laughs> yes, okay. Her okay. name is Dipple. That's amazing. I love that. Dipple. Hello, so, um, Dipple. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Velvet just gets a <clears throat> Velvet gets like a shock back to episode one of this podcast where that kid asked about the jar of fingernails that he had <laughs> and yeah he doesn't like to talk about it but he can't he can't really run like the if, if you've actually been into his his uh, Lehman's tiny hut with his like wine fountain and stuff if you'll notice that like there is a top shelf where the fingernails still oh are because God. he literally magically cannot get rid of them Oh my god. So he's just throwing them in there at the top of the shelf and there there they lay and if anyone's been in there you kind of like get like the ah oh yeah there was a jar of fingernails up there that matches <laughs> and he kind of looks and shudders and goes oh and he gets off his bear and walks up to her how have you been Dipple I got your gift and I still have them and I suspect you made it that way I've been growing another one for you they're coming along quite nicely. Oh. I've painted each single one a different color for you because I know how much you love rainbows. Oh my god, I do too, so I definitely <laughs> will. It's really going to bring the aesthetic of my shelf together. Um, Why didn't you write to me, baby? Um, oh my god. she pinches I, your cheek. Well, Dipple, I actually am. And he like turns back and looks at the group. And his eyes go from each of them, and they stop at Bree, and he goes, In a committed relationship! <laughs> and he smiles. Bree's <laughs> uh, eyes go wide as she looks between the two of them. <laughs> Lena smiles down at Bree and laughs. <laughs> he says, Yes, Dipple, I would like you to meet my girlfriend. And he, like, looks at, at Bree, and uh, Bree, I give you, like, a million winks. Like, just, um, he's, like, flashing yeah. his eyes so fast. Yeah. Um, Bree! 
Underbow. Uh, uh, hi, it's it's nice to meet you. Shut up. She points to you, Bree. <laughs> now, 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 Dibble, Baby where? cakes. <laughs> How is that possible when we're together? Well, Dibble, um, you see, jars of fingernails do not constitute, um, dating. And they're a part of me, and they're bonded to you. You know you can't get rid of them. Oh Doesn't that God. constitute a bond between us? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Lena, <laughs> Lena's like, Lena mouths to a uh, velvet brain damage question mark. And like, <laughs> I, I look at her in horror. Like, <laughs> did you see so you don't. <laughs> so go ahead, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, he looks at her like, what the fuck did you just suggest? <laughs> Never mind. I'm not good at this. <laughs> so you don't appreciate the bond that I made with you on all the years I spent following you and clipping those nails and holding onto them. And everybody said I was crazy, but I knew what we had. But now you just want to throw it away. Is is that what you're saying, Velvet? Uh, um, I... Smoothie. I... Really? Choose your words carefully. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Brief um, for help. <laughs> uh, um, if, if, if it's any consolation, um, he's always spoken uh, very fondly of you. All the time. And, mm-hmm. um, just, and said about how long distance relationships are, are very difficult and unfortunately... Um, the, the time apart was just too much for him to take. Mm, okay. Bree, roll deception for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, but the, the, this is the time that Velvet's pretty much at a loss for what to, what to say. <laughs> okay, this is going to be interesting. Like halfway between rage against bones no and deception. fear okay. of <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of feelings in a very short amount of time for a, a very little gnome who feels okay, a lot that's, anyway. Exactly. It's a 14. Oh, Okay. Mm, I was okay, in Monster okay, Arts okay. mode. I, I was like, oh, but no, it's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's close. This constitutes a roll on her part as well. Let's see. She looks to you, and you, you can't even read her face as she's just staring at you, Velvet, expressionless. And then she suddenly and sharply... <laughs> I understand how hard long distance has been. I mean, it's been years, right, Velvet? But but I stay true to you as I know you stay true to me. Uh-huh. In fact, you could say I've been your little spy. Um, what do you what, what, <laughs> what do you mean, little little spy? He kind of says, chuckling. <laughs> your dimple has been a very bad girl, snooping around on bones and learning all of his terrible secrets. Oh. Velvet's face literally like 180 like goes from, <laughs> right. goes from like really awkward to like his face just straightens up and says oh ha- has she now <laughs> and I'd be willing to tell him everything I know since I know how much you hate what he did to you don't you and she's like holding her face like a puppy and like shaking it around <laughs> Velvet's eyes just like flash at the group and they give him like a I'm so sorry for what I have to do here. Oh, yes, you bet they do. And he sticks out his tongue, goes like <gasps> And that lights up her fucking world. She like lets out this like sigh of elation and is like flicking your tongue with her finger and then even flicks your tongue with her tongue. Uh, Lena really, like looking holds away back like right a, a vomit. Like she goes to vomit and like holds it back. <laughs> 
Sam just watching with his eyes wide. Oh my god, what is, <laughs> what is happening? Sa- Sam, as he's watching that, says, good, and starts <laughs> to clap. Uh, okay, so here's, here, here's what I think we should do, Dipple. I think that you should stay with my friends here. I have to go and see Bones right, like, right now. Like, right, right now. And I want to have you all to myself later when we can, you can tell me everything, okay? Wait, 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 wait. Lena speaks up and goes, um, Velvet, Uh maybe should we get the information before we talk? To bones? And Dipple yells at you, Lena. Did he speak to you, Inferior? <laughs> oh my god. Wow. No, no, no. If Lena could rage, she wouldn't. Her hands go into fists. <laughs> yeah, She's like, someone hold me back. Someone yeah. hold me back right someone now. Hold her back. Someone hold me back. <laughs> Velvet braces Darn, too shocked to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Velvet uh, braces Dipple more for Dipple's safety, not for Lena's, like, obviously. He's like, oh my god, Lena's gonna fucking decapitate her. He's like, okay, Dipple. Okay. You know, um, that is a wonderful idea, Lena. I guess we should, I guess, yep, you're right. We should just give up this wonderful opportunity to see my arch rival who ruined my whole life right now. And we can go and grab a drink with Dipple. And he almost vomits the same thing. There is so much I have to catch you up on. Oh, good. Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, does everyone fancy a drink with Dipple? Sure. Uh, Please to God. Do we? <laughs> yeah, um, there's like that pause and everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, yeah. <laughs> this sounds uh, kind of clueless. Uh, um, should some of. I, crap, did I just I, fuck this up? She mumbles to Darian. <laughs> yeah, I feel like right now Velvet is giving you the daggers, Lena, with his eyes. The Lena just gives eyes. her like the, I don't know, this creepy lady just came in and has information that could help us question, like, face. Lena, why don't, why don't you go with the group, um, to get, and I can stay back here with, uh, Darian and Nellie and we can watch the office to make sure Bones doesn't leave? Um, uh, I, I, yeah. There's I, no television stuff. You can't watch The Office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yes, that's that. amazing. That's good. It's always good to have someone here. And yeah, Lena, you're definitely coming with me. Velvet says. She just <laughs> looks longingly at the group and goes, oh, fine, fine, I'll that go. Okay, I guess. Sai, I know you like to drink. I'm going to be drinking. So well, of course. Need your help here. Yeah. All right. I'm your man. Bree kind of looks at Darn. She's like, I hope you don't mind staying behind. There's something I kind of wanted to talk to you about. I, uh, yeah, that'd be no. And then Dipple says, actually, and she kind of stares at you with a glare. Bree says, I think you should come with us, too, mm. since you're such a close friend of Velvet's, after all. Girlfriend. I... Okay, so Nelly and Darian, good to stay. Are we all going? Maybe they could stay here with Sam and the rest of us go? All right, Darian, you're in charge. Let us know if anything happens, and we're all going to grab a drink with my number one fan. Oh, do you mind if I see the fingernail jars now? If you see it, you said? Yeah, he wants to, like, hold them. I mean, they're not ready yet. I haven't gotten a third of the color wheel, but I, I, I guess... If you want them that badly, then of course. Oh, I can't I'm wait. always here to make you happy. Thank you. Yep. Uh, what 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 color wheel is is she, is she missing? Like what uh, what color fingernails are there in there? 
Um, everything but purple and yellow. It was red and... Okay. Um, so <laughs> he holds them and goes, oh, wonderful. Oh, look at that. I just got to tie my, my shoe. And he goes down to his shoes that don't have laces and go... And... I try to like I try to like tuck it in like a corner of the wall, and I go, "Well, all right, let's go, shall we?" Lena Lena holds back Bree and goes, "If you want to talk, whatever, I'll, I can stall for you." Oh, sure, it'll just be a minute, um, and I'll I'll catch up. Okay. So Darla doesn't see me put down the nails. I like swoop up and like give her like a big kiss on the cheek, and I say, "Darla, lead the way, honey." Darla? I think you mean Darling Dipple. Darling Dipple. Yep, it's not. I'm going to wreck. He puts that a thing and he swoops him and gives Dipple a kiss and says, Dipple, lead the way, darling. I just had an image of like Darla from Finding Nemo with the braces. Yeah. Darla. 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 That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. She, she takes your hand with both of her hands and grabs it a little too tight and begins tugging you toward the tavern on, on uh, campus. Okay, so he thinks he successfully left the fingernails there. If I'm wrong or whatever, Avery, do whatever you want with that, obviously. But Velvet thinks for now. Whoo! Because I don't know if she's put the spell on them yet. He's really hoping she hasn't. <laughs> but <laughs> Interesting. Okay, no problem. And uh, Bree, you're there with Darian now. Um, so, yeah, Darian... Um, how are you doing with the whole, um, you know, Lena losing rock thing? Like, how, how does she seem? I mean, she's pretty beat up about it. It feels like she feels like she lost a big part of her identity, you know, and she's I know she probably wouldn't say it, but I think she's afraid. We're, we're pretty deep in I, this now. I think now. so, too. Are, are you are you afraid for her, too? I know she can handle herself. I'm afraid of what'll happen when we get to the Silver Flame and Rack might come back. Okay, well, you know, we'll do everything we can to protect her. You know, Bree, I really appreciate you checking in on me. That's really nice. Thank you. And I, I want to say, I, I really, really respect and admire what you did um, at the restaurant, you know, talking about your feelings like that to Lena that was really brave and I, I, I guess I want to ask how how did you do it how did you get up the courage to talk like that to be honest I was really drunk and I'm ashamed <gasps> to say that but the feelings were there and they say drunk words are sober thoughts um, I would say if you need to get something off your chest now the best way to do it is just to say it. Because every moment you don't is a moment that your brain is at war with itself. And we're already at war with demons, so we don't need that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Thank you, Darian. And she gives him a hug. While you're hugging Darian, uh, Bridget, are you coming? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I am, and um, it's 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 Bree, by the way, um, Dinkle, and she runs to catch up with Dinkle. them. <laughs> Dinkle. <laughs> she turns to you, Bella. She's like, "Oh my God, she's so funny. I could kill her." <laughs> okay. And she keeps walking. Yeah, that's my cute, complete fucking sociopath. Velvet says he's walking. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not All right. This. 
you guys head into the Academy Tavern, um, <laughs> which is just called uh, the ta- uh, the Tavern because there's only one tavern in the Academy. It's a meeting place uh, for joyous occasions and delights and pleasantries on campus. Um, you guys sit down at a table. She orders drinks for all of you, actually, and pays for it. And she says, okay, so over the last... God, how many years has it been, Velvet, since I've seen your oh, cute little button nose? not enough. <laughs> he says it like he's You're joking. You're right. <laughs> distance, distance makes the heart grow fonder. If only we waited another year, then oh, I just wouldn't be able to keep my hands off of Honestly, you. Honestly, why, why even a year? Let's not make it a decade. <laughs> <laughs> she she kind of slaps you really hard. <laughs> So, before I tell you what I know, I have a question for you guys. What do you want to do with bones? Well, I'm sure you, of all people, know Dipple. It has been some time since I've seen bones, and he strategically ruined my whole life and sent me down a spiraling path that has led me to these people here. <laughs> just, just to the group. <laughs> So, um, well, I, I don't know. I thought maybe a slap would be a good start. Is, does that sound good to everybody else? <laughs> that might be entertaining to see, yes. Yep. I was also interested in his research. Oh, right, yeah, we actually have things to do. Uh, our friend Lita here wants to get her hands on his armor. Wants to become his test experiment instead of that Malik bloke. Ooh, I see. Yeah, it's all the rage around campus right now, that armor. Mm-hmm. A lot of work has been put into it. He's been working on it for years at this point. What do you know? I know why he made it. And I know a little bit about his past and why he screwed you over, Velvet, and I feel so bad, but you're always a star in my heart. Why did he screw me over? Now, I don't mean this to be harsh, honey, but he didn't need you anymore. You see, Bones has been a very, very naughty boy. I found out by doing a little bit of snooping around that he didn't earn his abilities to control his skeletons. It's not something he learned. He's not even really a wizard. Are you saying I've spent my whole life hating necromancers for no reason? I've met a lot of very nice necromancers that I've told the fuck off. That makes me feel yeah. very bad. <laughs> yeah, it turns out that a lot of them try to be extra nice to go against the stigma against them. Yeah, no, several times. They open the door and I say, like, get going, fool. That's rude of or me. Or d- drop dead, you know? I've like... said that several times. <laughs> It turns out, way back when he was a young man and his handlebar mustache was still fully dark, he made a deal with a demon, and that demon gave him his powers. What? Oh, Oh dear. So, I'll take you on a little story. He's working with you, putting together your little group, and he's telling you that he can bring something great to the table, and you're all excited, and he comes back with dancing skeletons. It's all the rage in Valendia. You grow a huge fan base. I see you for the first time here at the Academy. Your eyes sparkling in the stage lights. Your abs so tight with your beautiful rainbow leer. 
and then he just decides he doesn't need you anymore. I know. Well, the reason is because that demon was able to give him all the fame he could want. People just seem to be entranced with him. Haven't you noticed that? His lecture hall was filled to the brim today. I don't know if anybody saw that. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Velvet things for like when when he hit rock bottom and he was touring for like the smallest <laughs> towns and like a goat and a herder showed up, which is where Lusty Lusty Goat Herder came from. <laughs> and me, of course. I remember that smelly goat. Oh, yeah. You never missed one. You know, your presence there was both a source of hope and um, chronic depression for me. <laughs> <laughs> Your sarcasm is amazing. I know. I've sharpened it over the past little while. <laughs> so this demon apparently is such a charismatic little thing. It just put this sort of, I don't know, this feeling around him, this ambience, this... You can't help but love bones, can't you? And so he realized he didn't need you anymore. He went on performing by himself to claim all the fame for himself, leaving you in his dust trail. But... Like all deals with demons, they have timelines, deadlines, and they need something in return. Lena mumbles the the men. Mm. The men he needed for tonight is because that deal he made all those years ago, well, his time is up. The clock is ticking down to the very hours as we speak, and that demon is going to come back, and it's going to take his soul. How, how many men does he need, Dipple? What, alive men? Like, what is he asking? I think the men were t- insurance. You see, this artifact that he's made, I think our little bones has a little brain inside of him. He started working on an idea. The demon was going to come after him no matter what. It was inevitable. But what if he could convince a group of people to fund a project that could trap a demon, and then he wouldn't have to worry about that deal anymore? That sounds like Bones, the sniveling bastard. He takes a swig of ale. And so he made the Levanimous armor, an armor that uses a demon's essence to power it. Little ingenious thing, isn't it? The whole campus is convinced that he's doing this for a good cause to help the world, but really he's just doing it for himself. Like everything else. Of course. So tonight, he needed those men to protect him, to help trap that demon so he could perform his little ritual, however the science works, and get that thing trapped in the armor. Oh my god. But by the sounds of it, he doesn't have that protection, does he? Lena's eyes go wide and she goes, no. Oh my gosh, Dipple, thank you so Mm. much for this. (laughs) <laughs> of course. I'm a little devil, aren't I? Oh, you bet you are, you nasty swamp monster. He says. <laughs> Lena, <laughs> Lena, like, stands and says, okay, um, well, I, I know what I need to do. And Sai casts message to Lena, and this is a, so I don't think I've used this before, so message, what it does is it allows me to kind of, I'm kind of surreptitiously pointing my finger towards Lena, and I can whisper a message, and only she can hear the message, and then she can kind of whisper stuff back to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, cool. And so Sai says, what are you doing? What are you doing, Lena? I don't know if you want this demon inside of you. Rack told me about it. He, He must know, he must have known I need this power to be able to help. 
everybody to, to fight this fight. I'm worried this is dangerous. Can't be worse than what I've already gone through. Let me come with you. She says, yeah, yeah, whatever you want. Um, and then she says out loud to Velvet, she goes, um, well, what do you want to do now, Velvet? Well, I have a prior engagement, <laughs> Dipple. I have to go to see Bones now, but here's what I would love from you, Honey Boo Boo. I would love <laughs> for you to go with, um, do you want her here? I look at the group. <laughs> As Lena shakes her head. <laughs> Psychiatrist also shakes his head too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I kind of figured. I would love for you to um a a cape. A cape, velvet. Remember you were looking for a a cape? Yes. Yes, oh, that, that's that, that, right. that lovely shade of gray you were looking for. Yes, okay, yes, right? I need yes. you to find you, me. You couldn't find that perfect shade of you gray. You are uh, so silly. I'm so forgetful, Dibble. You know me. Dibble, oh. I need you to find me the exact shade of gray of, and he just points to some rusty old mug in the corner, <laughs> that gray in a cloak. And, and Lena says, oh, well, I mean, Velvet, you picked the right person. Clearly, if mm. anyone can mm-hmm. match the shade of gray to your skin, it's it's... It's Dipple, it sounds like. It's my biggest fan. Aren't aren't you Mm. my biggest fan, Dipple? I know Velvet best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is why I actually made him a cloak out of my hair a few years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But I I will dye it gray for you. I will go get it. I will dye it gray and I'll meet you guys after. That sounds Mm. beautiful and marvelous. Your Mm. dedication Mm. to Velvet is so... Touching. Mm. Admirable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be on my way. Good luck, everybody. Goodbye, Dimple. And he like, gives oh, her a kiss you. on the hand because it would be rude not to. <laughs> nice to meet you. She turns to walk away and then she stops and then she says, Oh, remember what I said, Velvet? When you make a deal with a devil, they're going to want something in return. And she kind of gives you a flirtatious wink and then exits the tavern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks at his group and he's, he just he sighs and says, Ah, oh, the double sword of fame. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> if she's referring to the demon, I'll, that's fine. I'll make the deal with it again. It's not the first I, time. I don't think... I don't think that's what she was referring to. Oh, I mean, okay. I, I've been pretty, I've been pretty sheltered, but I'm pretty sure that's not what she's referring to. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, okay. Well, I, um, that's good. <laughs> Lena well, says and laughs. That was Dipple. That's the if you've still seen the fingernail jars. There you go. Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. on something that actually matters. How about I go back <laughs> to Bone? Oh, you know what, uh, Darian, Darian, I'm gonna. Uh, touched my earring. Darian here, over. Darian, could you give me the uh, location of Bones, please? Yeah, it's just down the hallway from where I'm standing. Over. He hasn't moved. <laughs> no, he's still in his office. Over. 
Okay, you don't have to keep saying over every time, darling. I don't know where you're getting that from, but it's it's weird. I, it's right. Do you have a tick? Is this a nervous tick? Lena punches him in this. Uh, uh, I almost said Darian. <laughs> Velvet in the the arm. It's be nice. I'm pretty sure I, I maybe I think Velvet started that one time. Velvet's like I don't know. I forget. I drink a lot. Okay. Um. So you all do what you have to do. I'm gonna go talk to Bones and Lena. I'm gonna get you that armor. Well, I'm coming with you. Oh well. I'm still I mean, gonna I'll, wait get outside, you that armor. I'll wait outside the door, but I'm staying. <laughs> he like taps her arm. Still gonna get you. Don't worry. I I, I trust you, but I'm just gonna wait outside. Okay. Right. So I guess we're gonna head that head that way back back to that way. Uh, dipple free. Back that way. Dipple. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dipple. All right. So you exit the tavern. Dipple is nowhere in sight. She seems to have run off to grab her cloak of hair. Oh, <laughs> and you guys, you guys make your oh way back to, and meet up with Darian. And you all move down that. Uh, you all move down that hallway, and um, you come up to his office door, which is this uh, incredibly detailed oak door, this dark stained wood with this golden plate that says. Tenebrous bones on it and uh, he has a letterbox on the outside of his door and it's filled with mail and a lot of it has like hearts on it and his fan mail <laughs> um, I'm gonna actually touch it and I'm gonna cast heat metal and I wanna like light the I wanna melt the letters <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> that instantly whoosh goes aflame yeah, yeah. <laughs> it burns the fan metal I look back at everyone and I say wait here I will be I don't even know how long I'll be. Just if you hear too much yelling, come in. But uh, there's going to be a little bit. Just fair warning. Just be uh, okay. Use your ears Sounds good. You need to let us know, huh? Yeah. And I knock on the door. <clears throat> come in. The door flies open and slams. Hmm. And. and Bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, 
long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.